are you even working? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's a sound check for you, isn't it? I mean, this isn't going in the podcast, is it? Cutting this shit out. Hi, and welcome to the Unashamedly Human podcast, where we explore how we can better understand our thoughts, feelings and actions, change our results and feel less alone as we navigate that crazy thing called life. My name is Emily Chabourne and I am a mindset coach and I recorded this episode live in my free Facebook group, That Crazy Thing Called Life. If you're not a member yet, head to the show notes to join this epic community of over 3,000 people and you'll be able to join me live next week as I record the next episode of Unashamedly Human, the podcast. Dear M, one of my big blocks or barriers is not believing I'm smart enough or good enough to go back to study. I want to further my career and to earn more money, even though every course or certificate I've ever done, I've completed. Yeah, isn't it funny? Okay. That's a great question. I think a lot of people will resonate with this. I'm not good enough to. I'm not good enough to earn that much money. I'm not good enough to go back to study. I'm not clever enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not capable enough to execute on my dreams. And actually, interestingly enough, I went through this yesterday. So yesterday I got all the pre-recorded content for my Kundalini level one yoga training that I'm doing. The email came through. So the live lectures start in November, but um, all the pre-learning came through yesterday. And I saw the email when I woke up and the visceral effect in my body, the physical feeling that I had was like, oh, not just tight butt, but like tight mouth I was like I'm gonna vomit right I'm, like it was nerve-wracking and instead of going don't be a ridiculous idiot Emily you shouldn't feel like this or instead of going oh my god I feel really nervous about this so I'm going to avoid it all day I don't like this feeling so I'm going to move away from the feeling which is what naturally we tend to do as human beings here is something I don't like the experience of so I'm going to move away from it really useful if you're touching something really really hot and it's burning your skin move away from that but when it's something like I'm a bit scared I'm a bit nervous I'm a bit you know tight butt about it we need to start learning how to do the counterintuitive thing and move towards those things because that is the area of growth that we need to move through to be able to achieve what it is that we want to achieve because we need to become the sort of person who can do that course who can say yes who could go for the promotion who can learn how to deal with rejection and learn how to suffer well right so I had this feeling yesterday which is like oh I don't want to look at that I was gonna like put it off and I was like no you don't get to do that with your life Emily you don't get to turn around and say I don't want to do the hard things but I want to have the results you don't get to play that game I had to sit with the feeling and I deconstructed what that feeling was and what the thoughts that I was having which created that feeling because the feeling doesn't just come most of the time there are some biochemical addictions that we have which mean that sometimes we just get a feeling and it doesn't necessarily get preceded by thought but most of the time we have a thought which precedes a feeling especially when it's a tight butt moment and so I was like okay so what is it that I am thinking or what belief is showing itself to me right now and the answer was I don't think I'm clever enough I'm worried that I'm going to fail I'm worried that everybody else is going to be better at this than me I worry I'm going to be the last in the class I worry that I'm not going to be clever enough I'm going to really struggle with it going to struggle with the Gramukhi language I'm going to struggle with the Sanskrit I'm going to struggle with the yoga poses I'm not clever enough to do this was kind of where it boiled down to. 
And so once I know that that is the story that I am telling myself, right, now I've got it clear in my mind, the feeling that I'm having, which makes me want to avoid doing this thing, the thing that I know I need to do in order to become the person that I want to become in order to create what it is that I want to create for myself. The thought that is preventing me, that is causing the procrastination, it's causing the apathy, it's causing the anger, it's causing the guilt, it's causing the judgment, it's causing the whatever, right? I now know that the thought behind that or my current conscious level of awareness around that is that I'm not clever enough and that I worry I'm going to fail. Now I know that I can do something about it. So I can go back to the origin story of that. All of this work and how to do it and all the meditations and all the workbooks and all the journal prompts and all of the exercises are laid out step by step, clear as fucking day in the hub for you. But what you can do is you can go back to the origin story. Who taught me that I wasn't clever enough? Because you weren't born with that thought. There's no baby that's wandering around going, oh my God, I'm not clever enough to do my Kundalini level one training. That's not inherently born into you. That is something that you learn when you get here. So who taught you that story? What personal experience taught you that you are not clever enough? And sometimes you'll have a real instant like lock in. You're like, yep, it was fucking Mrs. Walters, year two, period three. And she turned around to me and she went, Emily Chadbourne, you're an idiot. And I believed it because I was seven years old and I have now become the person who believes that she is an idiot because what you tell yourself that you are, you will become. So I've now become the person who, who isn't clever enough. And so now I have created a reality for myself where I'm not clever enough. I haven't gone for the promotion. I didn't go to university. I said no to opportunities. I shied away from the tight butt moments. And so now I've created a reality which is in a feedback loop with that belief, i.e. I'm creating my own evidence of I'm not clever enough. Now you know that, you get to change that. Now you know that, you get to go back in your head and be like, do I want to continue being a seven-year-old who believes the snappy premenstrual fucking remark from a primary school teacher who didn't know what she was saying and has no evidence outside of one piece of academic work that I did back in 1985 to say that I am stupid? Do I want to continue believing that truth? Now, here's the thing, that truth, because of all of the evidence that you have created, because of all the neurology that you have created and then reinforced through your action, through your thoughts, through your words, through your behavior, because of all of that reinforcement, that's probably fucking pretty deep down inside your neurology. It's not hard for you to believe what you have believed your entire life much harder for you to change that belief. But it is only in the changing of that belief that you will ever see change in your external experience. And so it's a case of going, oh, well, I'm not clever enough. And then being like, hang on a minute. That's actually not true. That thought is not substantiated. And if I'm really honest about it, I have a fucking truckload of evidence of times where I have been clever enough, where I have been capable, where I have been lovable, where I have been included, where I have been pretty enough, where I have been accepted. It's just easier for me to delete all of the evidence that doesn't correlate with the current belief system that I am playing in my head. If you want to see this happen in like coarse, gross, real life, 
Google Jordan Klepper Trump supporters and he goes around to Trump rallies, right? And he interviews Trump supporters. And to be fair, he kind of sets them up a little bit. But people will stand there and contradict themselves in what they say because they believe that Trump is a good person. They believe that Trump is doing the best for their country. They believe that Trump is absolutely and totally and utterly the man to lead the new world. And so even when he presents evidence contrary to what they are saying, even though he stands there and goes, yeah, but Trump didn't do that. Yeah, but Trump said this. Yeah, but Trump has not done the thing that you think he's doing. They ignore and delete and refuse to hear it because our brains will 100% back up our belief system. We will delete evidence. We will ignore things. We will generalize things. We call it delete, distort, and generalize in coaching. We will delete, distort, and generalize all manner of evidence that does not back up our belief system. And so part of changing your paradigm and changing your belief system and literally rewiring your brain through neuroplasticity and reprogramming your neurology to believe something else is moving towards the thing that scares the fuck out of you instead of moving away from it and consciously creating evidence to support your new belief. And every single time that you go, oh, I'm not clever enough to do that. You go, I don't believe that anymore. Nah, we don't do that anymore, Emily. We don't doubt ourselves in that way anymore, Emily. And then you're going to do it again. Maybe even fucking three minutes later. Oh, yeah, but nah, hang on. We're not going to do that anymore, Emily. We're, we're, we're training ourselves. We self-parent ourselves. We retrain our minds to think a different thought. And it takes time and it takes dedication and it takes effort. And sometimes you're going to fuck up and you'll be like, there's more evidence that I'm fucking stupid. And you're going to be like, no, that's not evidence that you're stupid. It's evidence that you need to do a little bit more work. We're going to do a bit more work. Why? Because we believe in us. And sometimes you're going to need a group of people to reinforce that you believe in you. Sometimes you're going to have to borrow belief from other people. It's why people come to the hub because of the community alone. Some people join the hub, not for me, not for the content, not for the videos, not for the meditations, not for the workbooks, not for the proven content. They come because they know the community is what they need. They need to have a group of people behind them who are like, we absolutely believe in you. When you fuck up, when you fail, when you fall down, we believe you're going to get back up and we believe you're going to do the hard thing. And we're doing it too, because we're unashamedly human together, because no one's perfect. And that's the power of the hub. The hub isn't an online course that you just do at your own time in your own place and that's it. You're on your own. It's a community. It's belonging. It's connection. It's belief. And sometimes we need to borrow belief from other people because our paradigms are so, you know, indented. If, like me, you love reading cool stuff, listening to interesting interviews, and hearing funny, quirky stories that feel really relatable, then sign up for my famous Friday emails. They're jam-packed with awesomeness, and if you sign up and you're not into it, you can always unsubscribe. Link in the show notes, and I look forward to being in your inbox on Friday. It's Friday! Let me try and, like, structure that waffle for you. So, number one, bring full conscious awareness to the feeling that you are having. Oh, I'm feeling like I don't want to do this course. Oh, I'm feeling like I shouldn't put myself. Oh, I'm feeling 
right? The tight butt moment, even if it's subtle, even if it's not a clench your butt cheeks together moment, tight butt can quite often be apathy or procrastination or, you know, excuses or I'll put it off until another time. Instead of just allowing that icky feeling to be the thing that puts you off, move towards it and question it. So number one, move towards the tight butt moment and bring conscious awareness to the thought or the story that you are having around that tight butt moment. Then number two, you are literally going to write that out in the form of a belief. So I believe I'm not clever enough becomes I believe I'm capable of anything or I believe I'm more capable than I think I am. If capable of anything feels like a bit of a stretch for you right now. Now, here's the thing about reframing a belief. You're not meant to believe the new belief yet. If you believe the new belief, you would be the person who created a reality based on that new belief. So don't worry if you write that new belief down and that new belief is like, well, I actually don't believe I'm capable of anything yet. That's okay. Don't worry about it. We're going to get there through repetition, through continual support, through continual speaking to yourself and continual supporting evidence for your new belief. So now you've got this, you've got your old belief, you've got your new belief. You're going to start saying that new belief to yourself all of the time. You're going to start visualizing yourself as the sort of person who genuinely believes that and has all of the evidence around her to support that new belief. You're going to start engaging with that version of you all of the time through visualization, through scripting, through affirmation. There's all of these tools are laid out for you in the hub. Then what you're going to start doing is you're going to start collating evidence of all of the times where you were good enough, where you were clever enough, where you were smart enough, where you did pass the test. Then you're going to start consciously and purposefully putting yourselves in situations so that you can create more evidence for yourself. That's going to be a massive type up moment. You might need a little bit of support. You might need to jump into the hub community and be like, oh my God, I'm doing this thing and I'm fucking shitting myself. And we're all going to be like, fucking go, girl. And we're going to support you the whole way. And we're going to hold you accountable for the stuff that you say that you're going to do. And then you are going to start becoming the person who believes the belief that you didn't think that you believed until it becomes part of who you are. And then that old belief falls way now there is obviously some other stuff around that it may very well be that you have got some other beliefs that are attached to that that are going to come up for you the belief of not being good enough of not being lovable the fear of not being loved fear and belief kind of like he's her lobster they kind of go hand in hand like they like to buddy up fears and beliefs um, and they kind of like antagonize each other if that makes sense again like all that work is for you in the hub it's all there laid out for you how to deal with fear how to listen to your fear how to make friends with your fear how to dissolve your fear it's all laid out in the hub for you those are the sort of steps that we take um, and then eventually, eventually we hit praxis. So praxis is when your old belief dissipates and your new belief takes prominence. You will always have those thoughts. I will always have thoughts of doubt. I will always have thoughts of I'm not good enough. I will always have to remind myself that I am worthy. I will always have to work on those old paradigms, which are so deep rooted because they've been with me since childhood. But over time, you will begin to see your new belief begin to manifest. And that's what we call praxis. So I trust that that has been useful. Just going to jump into the questions on this one. Oh, thank you. That's nice. You're the coach I'm modeling. You're amazing. Thank you for your inspiration. If you're a coach, get in the hub. Number one, because the hub is amazing and you get like full access to me. But the second reason is that in the hub, there is over $5,000 worth of business coaching that I did. I trialed being a business coach for about six months, just on the side in private away from, you know, I didn't like market it or anything. I just, six people came to me and they were like, we want you to be our business coach. And so I did like a six month training with them called Business Babes. Um, and it was awesome. And they got the most amazing results. All of that content is in the hub completely for free as a bonus. If you want to 
learn how to do coaching as a business, jump in the fucking hub. Um, thank you. Your answer is why after following and listening to your lives for months, I joined the hub. I have hundreds of clients that are accountable to me, yet I'm accountable to no one. Yes. Well done. That's amazing. Boom. My careers advisor told my mum I would never amount to anything. Oh my God. Oh, if you're an adult, be so careful about how you talk to children because they believe what you say. I'm constantly trying to prove myself as a result of it. Yeah. And, and that will probably be something that you have to do for most of the rest of your life. But it does get easier the more evidence that you build. I've created a novel of unsubstantiated evidence. I love that. At least you know it's unsubstantiated now. It's when we believe our bullshit that we are in trouble, right? Um, I had the most supportive parents in the world. I need to sort out where the story came from. I had the most supportive parents in the world. I had the best parents that anyone could have been blessed with. But that doesn't mean that at times I didn't interpret what they said as I'm not worthy. It doesn't mean that when I, my mum flippantly made a comment when I was like five years old and I came home from school crying because Mark Jordan had taken the piss out of the picture that I'd drawn of Father Christmas. And my mum turned around and she was like, oh, for goodness sake, Emily, just don't do the things you're not very good at then. She just made a flippant comment. Don't do the things you're not good at then. And so I believed her. So I spent my entire life with this belief system, which is it is better not to try than it is to fail. Because if you try and fail, you will be disconnected from love. So don't do that. And then I found myself waiting tables at 34 years old for $20 an hour. Like that is the power of, a, and my parents were amazing parents, could not have asked for more loving, supportive parents. But they also had high expectations of us as children. My sisters, my cousins, all very, very academic family. I'm not as academic as the rest of my family, but I felt like I needed to be. I always felt less than. I always felt inferior. I always felt like I was last in the race because I wasn't just the youngest of my sisters. I was the youngest of all of my cousins. That shit stays with you. You create an identity around that. Not because my parents were bad people, but because we're human beings. And we exist in a world which is commercialized and capitalized in such a way and designed in such a way that we are always being asked to feel inferior so that we will buy the face cream, so that we'll buy the product, so that we'll stay in the materialistic machine. We're not set up for believing in ourselves. Our education system from the age of four, when you first walk into a classroom and you sit down next to a child next to you and you are judged and assessed as to whether or not you are better or worse than that child, we are not set up for self-esteem. We're not. But it, we don't get to, as adults, turn around and be like, not my responsibility. My school did this to me. My parents did this to me. My uncle did this to me. My sister did this to me. My friends did this to me. Mrs. Walters did this to me. As adults, we have to step into the responsibility of changing that for ourselves because no one else is going to fucking come along and save you. If you want it, they'll come and support you, but no one's going to come along and just do this work for you. It has to be self-generated. And that is where all of the results that you say that you want for yourself, better clients, more income, better connection, more love, all of that. That comes from the other side of you taking full responsibility of being like, right, what is it that I believe to be true? How am I rocking up as a result of that belief? And how am I manifesting results as a consequence of the way that I'm rocking up? And I'm gonna change that. 
And when you learn the system, or laid out in the hub, when you learn the system, your life will fucking change. I've realized in the last few months things my mum said I misinterpreted. Yeah, totally. All the time. So much stuff. You know, my mum told me that she loved me every single day. Did I hear that? No. I heard, don't do the things you're not very good at doing. <laughs> right? Oh, we're all funny fuckers, I tell ya. That's it for today's episode. I trust you loved it. And remember, you can join me as I record these episodes live on Thursday mornings. All of the details are in the show notes. If you love this episode, I'd really appreciate you sharing it with a mate or on your socials. Please tag me, Emily underscore that crazy thing called life. You can also share it through Spotify. And if you're listening on iTunes, please rate and review. It really helps other people find this valuable content. And as always, nothing beats a good bit of word of mouth, does it? So you let Barbara down the road know that she should have a little listen to this episode. If you're interested in joining the Unashamedly Human Hub, my global coaching community, check out the link in the show notes. See you in the next episode and keep being brave.